Hey friend, motherhood gets hard. Entrepreneurship gets hard. But together, we can do hard things. This is the Mom CEO Suite. In the suite, there's no shade and no shaming. Just sharing and support so we can all thrive at this intersection of motherhood and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Felicia, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. Join me as I share my journey, challenges, and aha moments, along with the experiences and expertise of other modern-day moms in business. Welcome to this week. All right. Hey, friends. Welcome to another episode. So this is part two of a two-part series where I'm sharing tools that will help you to save your time and maximize your efforts in your business. If you have not listened to part one, no worries. Just go to the show description and there's a link for you to go listen to part one. In part one, I share tools that were specific to the operations of your business. In today's episode, I'm going to share tools that are specific to podcasting. I'm going to share the tools that I use for how I manage my podcast. But if you don't have a podcast, this will be applicable to you if you create content. So let's just hop right in. Okay. The first two tools that I am going to mention, I actually mentioned them in part one, okay? This is a project management tool and a CRM. So I mentioned that for my project management tool in my business, I use ClickUp. And the CRM that I use in my business is Dubsado. So I use those for my business operations, but I also use those two tools to manage my podcast. And this is how. I use ClickUp to store all of the information for my guests, my podcast. I do solo episodes and I also do guest episodes. So everything from the inquiry and gathering all of the information about the guests is kept in ClickUp. And for those who are invited to interview as a guest, I use Dubsado for the guest management workflow. Now, this is a process that I have created, that I have tweaked, that I have perfected the podcast guest management workflow. And it covers everything from inquiry to onboarding, interviewing and offboarding. Also, all of your communications and updating information within the project management tool and also within the CRM. All right. So now if you have a podcast and you are looking to be a better podcast host or create a better experience for your guests, I have an offer where I provide a done-for-you service where I create your podcast guest management workflow using either ClickUp or Google Apps and Dubsado, okay? So if that's something that you're interested in, just go ahead to the show notes and click the link there for more information. But those are the two things that I use to manage my guests with my podcast. And having this workflow, it saves me so much time because the workflow is partially automated. So I'm not having to manually input information into my project management system. I'm not having to manually gather their information. I'm not having to manually create projects. Basically, what happens is if somebody is approved to be invited as a guest on the podcast, I just update a status in my project management tool, ClickUp, and it will automatically create this project in my CRM tool, Dubsado, 
the project is created, the workflow is applied, and then the workflow will just automatically continue on as it progresses through the different steps. There are some things that I do have to approve within the workflow, but I'm saving so much time. I am not having to manually send the podcast guest release form. I'm not having to manually go back and forth in email or the DMs trying to figure out a good time to have the interview. My guests are having a high-level experience with me. They are well-informed. And again, I'm maximizing my efforts and saving time. Okay, so if you do not have a podcast guest management workflow, make sure you go click the link in the show description so you can get more information about the done-for-you option that's available to you. So the next tool that I'm going to share with you guys is how I actually record. And so I use two different tools to record, depending on if I'm doing a solo episode or if I'm doing an interview. What I use for interviewing is StreamYard. Again, let me give this disclaimer. Just because I use a certain tool does not mean that you have to use a certain tool. I recently asked on my Facebook page what tool were people using to conduct their podcast interviews. Most people use Zoom. A lot of people were using Riverside. Some people were using StreamYard. So again, you have to find what works best for you. But for me, I use StreamYard. Now, this makes sense for me and for my business because before I had the podcast, I was doing live streaming for my business. And with StreamYard, you can stream to multiple platforms at one time. And so when I went live, I would be on Facebook, I would be on LinkedIn, I would be on YouTube, right? Which again is saving you time and maximizing your efforts because you're not having to do separate live streams for each platform. So I already had StreamYard. It allowed me to invite guests on. And so it was just very easy to use this tool for podcast interviews. So that is what I use for my interviews is StreamYard. And they are constantly updating their features. They now have options where you can trim and edit your videos directly in the platform. You can also resize and do some repurposing right in the platform in the form of reels. So you can take your videos and then take little snippets and create the reels and share them out directly from the platform. And so that is definitely, again, another benefit in a way that you can save time and maximize your efforts. Now, if I'm doing a solo episode, I am using a tool called Descript. I love Descript, and I'm going to tell you guys why, obviously. So this is a tool. It's not uh, specific for podcasts. So if you do content creation of any sort, if you do video or audio editing of any sort, this will be helpful for you as well. So when I'm doing my solo episodes, I'm in Descript and I can just record as I am right now on my laptop and it transcribes what I'm saying right into the platform. What I love, though, is the editing capability of it. Now, I used to have a separate podcast and I used I can't even remember what it was called. It might have been Audacity to edit the podcast. And it was challenging and very time consuming because you had to listen through the entire podcast. And if there was something that you wanted to edit out, if you wanted to delete, you only really had the wavelengths. Um, I don't know the 
technical term for it, but those little wavelengths, the sound bites, whatever those are called, that's all that you had in order to edit. And so I had to go in. You couldn't really tell. Sometimes you would edit too much or sometimes you would delete out too little. And so it just made editing a pain. With the script, you can look at the transcription and you can make your edits directly from the transcription. So if there's a sentence that I want to delete, I can just delete that sentence instead of having to listen back and find the correct spot and then deleting it based on the the wavelength. I can just delete the sentence, which saves so much time. If you guys have a podcast, you know what I'm talking about, okay? It saved you so much time. Another feature of Descript that I love is that it automatically, well, not automatically, you have to prompt it to do it, but it gives you this option to delete all filler words. I don't know about you guys, but I use um, like, so I say those things a lot. You don't hear it in the podcast because I edit it out and I'm able to do it quickly with Descript. It'll pull up all of the filler words in your episode and you can choose to delete them all or you can select specific words. So usually I just select uh, um, so, like, and any repeat words and it deletes it out. So I don't have to go through every time and listen for every filler word and delete it out one by one. That was a game changer for me. That was enough for me to stay with the script. They have so many other features that I don't even use, but just that one feature was valuable enough for me to use it and to continue to use it and to share it with you guys. You can also do repurposing of your content here in the tool as well. Again, there's so much that you can do with Descript. So that's what I use for my recording and my editing of my podcast. Okay, so now once all of that, oh wait, actually, let me back up. Another thing that I love about Descript is that when I am done my editing and it's time for me to publish my episode, it automatically integrates with my podcast host, which is Captivate. So all I have to do is click a button and my entire episode audio is imported into Captivate. I don't have to go into Captivate and open up and create a new, a new episode and all of that. It's automatically done for me with the click of a button because of this integration from the script to Captivate. It's also integrated with a lot of other tools, so it could be beneficial to you depending on what you're using for other things. Now, if the script is something that you are interested in, along with any of the other tools that I've mentioned, check the show description and there's a link for you to be able to try out all of the tools that I am mentioning, okay? Now, once I am done and I've uploaded my episode to the podcast host, from there, what I'm really doing is marketing. And the next tool that I use, I actually just recently started using this. It's an AI tool, artificial intelligence, and it's called PodSqueeze. And basically what you do, you can either upload the RSS feed or actually upload the file of your episode into PodSqueeze. And it will generate show notes for you. It'll generate a description for you. It'll generate timestamps. 
It will generate examples of social media posts, examples of quotes. Now, the thing that I have used it for, which I find to be highly accurate, is the transcription. The transcription is close to 100% accurate, and it's better than the transcription that comes out of Descript. That's why I love it. I can literally just take this and put it on my website, and I didn't have to do much editing at all. Like, it's about 99.9% accurate. And then just the fact that it gives you timestamps for different things and other prompts that you can use for your marketing and your podcast. Obviously, you want to edit them to make sure that they are in your brand voice, but that is saving so much time. How many times do you just have a brain freeze or you're not feeling creative and you need an idea of what you want to say or you're tired of saying the same thing in the same way? So you need just a little prompt to be able to help you. Hot Squeeze does that. They have free and paid versions of this tool. So again, if you want to check it out, check the show description. And then finally, I think this one is a no-brainer for everybody. I think everyone is already using this tool, but if not, I'm going to share it anyway. Canva is what I use to create all of the graphics, all of the reels and the sound bites all of the things related to the graphics for the podcast. It's super easy to create templates, to find templates, to make edits. There's so much that you can do with Canva. I have a paid version of it, and I love that I'm able to have my brand information saved in Canva. And so all of my fonts are saved. All of my brand colors are saved. So I'm not having to always put in the different hex codes. And I have multiple brands within this one account. And so it just makes it switching between brands super easy. There's so much that you can do in Canva. If you're not using it, you definitely want to test it out. And they also are continuously adding new features to that platform as well. All right. So I have shared with you all of the tools that I use for podcasting. And I will tell you, like I mentioned before, I had a podcast maybe about two years ago. I was working on a different podcast, producing and editing it, and I was not using any of these tools that I'm mentioning today. And the reason that I felt confident enough or even that I wanted to tackle launching another podcast is because I had all of these tools available to me that would make the process simpler, that would save me time in the process, and that would maximize my efforts. And so I am not spending so much as much time as I used to, to produce a podcast episode, okay? So it doesn't have to be hard. Things are getting easier in the online space with the release of all of these tools, with the release of artificial intelligence. You just want to make sure that you are leveraging these things and using them to your benefit, all right? So I hope that this was helpful for you. Go to the show description check out all of the tools that I mentioned in this episode. And if you are a podcaster and you do not have a podcast guest management workflow, then you definitely want to consider checking out my offer, the Done For You Podcast Guest Management Workflow, where I will take my process that I use for producing my own podcast and managing my own guests And I will create that for you and for your podcast and customize it 
to your needs, done for you so you don't have to do the work. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot me an email, hello at themomceosuite.com, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Mom CEO Suite podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can you do us a favor? Leave a review on iTunes and share with other moms in business like you. Help us spread our message and empower others who are at this intersection of motherhood and entrepreneurship.